0: Welcome back to Through the Draft Line, your pod converging craft beer and creativity. Today, we bring you part one of two episodes where JD Ninist and myself, Matt Brooks, speak with the Boston hip-hop legends, Still Gold.
1: To me, in my opinion, hip-hop artists are in some ways like little historians of, of music, period, because for so many years, we were sampling and stuff like that, and we were like Oh, where'd that come from? That came from Joni Mitchell. Where'd that come from? That came from Dan Fogelberg. Where'd that come from? <laughs> it was a true honor to speak with such talented, innovative,
0: and genre-bending individuals that any hip-hop fan, in and outside of Boston, should keep an eye on. We kicked off our discussion over Notch Brewery's Fodder Stompf before transitioning into some of the most complex and highest ABV beers we've ever had on the. Cheers. This world don't stop for Hello, everyone. We are uh, we're here with the uh, legendary Boston musicians Chris, John, Ark, and Mo of Still Gold. Welcome, guys. Yeah, yeah. What's What's up? Up? Thank you. Yes. up? Nice introduction. Thank you very much. Yes. We already have our beer, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Uh, JD, what um you want to describe what we're drinking and, and why this is a, a special selection for this final episode of our our sort of first series of podcasts?
2: Absolutely, I am. I'm, it's been a fucking week, and I'm thirsty, so we're going to get this shit. <laughs> um, so this is Notch Brewery, which is out of Salem, Massachusetts. Absolutely love love Notch. Uh, they've been making some delicious lagers, pilsners. Uh, this is uh, uh, Faderstomp. It's a new German pils that they just released. Um, let's give it a shot. Cheers, guys.
3: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers everyone. Mm-hmm. We can't Cheers. reach everyone, so I'm just going to reach people. Eyeballs, Everybody sucks Cheers. but us. Uh, yes. yes. You guys. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: You all right? Mm. That is delicious. Yeah, yeah. Good. Really good. First thoughts? What do you, what do you guys think? Oh,
4: it's very That's clean. Like, I love great. the color. Yeah, the color's yeah. Awesome. color
5: is awesome.
2: Color—it's a little it's gold, a little cloudy. Nice yeah, with the, the sunlight really coming sun- through it into is, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's just <laughs> <is laughs> nice to
5: have any have sunlight in this at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> saying, like, I know. It's just like you
3: know, it's not raining. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Rained all day until this point, and. Yeah. it's rained all year. i think we
3: broke uh records in in april wow. for the amount of days i think it was like 20 straight so days we're, we had well like we're four cursed. shows yeah well so. we're cursed anyway <laughs> outdoor with, shows, with yeah.
4: uh with the rain every time we have an outdoor show you can guarantee yeah. it's gonna it's rain boston, like it, boston calling it rained yeah. i remember yeah. bam's fest uh, last year bam's fest rained oh that's right that one too. uh that's we just like played like at plymouth state uh, with joiner yeah. lucas that rained down you know, that was down that was but but there was like there was like 500 kids there like damn college kids will stand out in the rain and crowdsurf and 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 crowdsurf in the
3: first 30 30 seconds of your first people actually say when it rains they're like oh still gold's probably playing outside yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. wow yeah (laughs) That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. on, on the news, yeah. well, there's a still gold show yeah. coming in from the <laughs> it east. It wasn't going to rain, but now <laughs> it actually yeah. is going to rain. Probably but very on strange. the flip side of that, if it's not raining and we're playing outside, it's offensively hot and really uncomfortable for anybody to be standing outside. So
2: there's two different extremes. it's yeah. either no, rain it's no, or nobody has ever. It's either miserable yeah. or miserable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> But worth it. Yeah. But yeah. worth it. Absolutely yeah. worth it. Yeah. Worth but, it
3: you know? incredible. <laughs> Come see the show. Come out Sold and it. see us in the ring. If you ever, ha- if you haven't gotten heat stroke or pneumonia after a Still Gold show, <laughs> you then you left. know it yeah, wasn't That's true. <laughs>
2: then you aren't doing the show right. Either. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You aren't partying hard enough. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's um, wait, what is this called? <laughs> this is Fodder, called
6: Fodrostov. It's really yeah, cool. I just like saying it. It ends in an F. Fodrostov. A lot different.
5: it like a nice session bite pills.
2: and then it smooths out, like yeah. so right. It, you know what I it mean? Nice. I feel like it's it's bready too, like a good mm-hmm. like lager, it good Pilsner. Yeah. It's nice. It's bready. It's delicious. They just released this less than a month ago for the first time, and I out. I Not love the can it can too. Yeah. yeah, it's a dope can. It's can a good
5: summer beer too. Like it feels like a mm-hmm. it it you know. It matches this weather. I mean,
0: so a beer that you wouldn't drink while watching one of your shows because you know.
5: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not. No, absolutely. Unless there was no, the extreme no, heat. No. Oh yeah, I, I guess. Like, and yeah. on the one side, yeah.
2: yeah. I still think. The Wait, nut- what
4: kind of beer is this? What's the actual like? Is so it a lager?
2: It's a it's a German pilsner. So oh, it's, it's a, a pilsner, fo- right? So it's it's a form of a lager. Four point five percent session. Yeah, this, so yeah. it's
4: like, is it would it be considered a session or no? Session's lower than that. It um, says American session. Beer yeah, guys, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it is considered a session, um, and that's one thing that Notch they specialize in is, is their session. session.
3: Pills, I think, is like literally one of the greatest beers that I've ever drank. Yeah, uh, and it's consistent, like across the board. It's yeah, it's
2: consistent. Every you know what you're going to get with yeah, that beer every exactly. single time. Yeah. They figured it out, and that you don't always know that with uh, yeah. with the different breweries. You know, each yeah. batch could be mm. completely different. But they that their their Zwickle is absolutely amazing. Um, and they, you know, you guys just released, uh, had the vinyl release and they helped, sp- they did. I guess just, they sponsored. Yeah. Them. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They came through yeah. It. yeah. How did that come about?
3: So I don't, I, Chris Loring and, and Mary Ellen, i you know, i through just, they're big proponents of the music scene. Um, they've always sort of been very supportive of, of music and stuff like that. And I feel like they, they really, um, try to engage, you know, bring the beer and the music thing together. And if there's an opportunity to put the two things in an event, you know, I think uh, they make it, you know, make it possible. Um, and one thing about, I mean, it's it's like, if you're going to start a, you know, a beer company, you know, and, and you want the people to um, embrace your product, then the best place to start would be with the music scene that's in right. your city. So I think that they've done a really good job of that, besides putting out really good, delicious beer yeah. is they've always been part of the you know, they're they're from the older school, you know, Boston music, the rock scene kind of thing, but they're mm-hmm. just consistent with with all of it. So um I think that, you know, just a part of it was, oh, this is an event that we should have our products at, you know. Doesn't you know, she
1: do like a, a kids uh pro like a like a rock school or something like, like a <clears throat> Pretty sure she does something. They, like that.
3: Mary Mary Ellen uh, is definitely involved in like the girls rock camp. I'm, girls I'm pretty, rock. Pretty that's sure, exact, that's what it is, girls and rock. so yeah, they're they're all in with. That's with crazy. Everything I that met come. her at a party. Yeah, Like uh-huh. not so it's long a anymore. really you know. In the the other thing that's cool about Notch that that I think is it's like when you come with the beer, sort of a craft style beer. It's like all right, there's a few liquor stores that you can find this at, but they pretty much across the board you can find their products like everywhere which is an attest to their you know ability to put it in the hands of whoever yeah is going out there their buy production and yeah. their distribution yeah. and keep it at a small i think that salem their salem brewery just opened what like a year or two years ago yeah, not too long ago um and even still so it's just like that next step for them cuz right. i haven't been out there we should we should go out there.
2: Oh, it's a it's a great it's a great spot. Really love, it. and they have I mean they have different music nights. I know they just had like they even just had a metal night the other day, that did like a random goth night, and they do some crazy shit. And then just is um, there any
3: other kind of goth night yeah. besides yeah, a yeah, random yeah. goth? Night? <laughs> <laughs> is so, that do they brand it that way too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no consistent. There's no goth consistent night goth night. It has You're to right. Be, right. Random it has it has be random. Has to be random. There is no consistent. Daily goth night. night. I don't think no. it just goes over as well. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, Mo, you got you mentioned that you guys weren't into uh IPA so much and that's typically new England is a big, you know, started the new England IPA like revolution and, and all that stuff. And I, I, myself, like I do like IPAs, but I get hopped out and that's why I love, I love notch so much because mm-hmm. they bring, you know, delicious loggers and, and pilsners and, and why not. So what, you know, what about the hops do you guys not enjoy? Is there
5: well, I think part of the – well, I actually – I think I might actually be allergic to hops. Oh, okay. mm, Like, I, I think so. Like, because, like, when I drink, like, a really hoppy beer, yeah. like, I get, like, an instant sore throat and, like, I get real mucusy and it's crazy. And it's, like – like, if it's, like, really hops forward, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Um, So I think that might be part of it for me. But also, it's just, like, I like to, like – I find that I like to consume a lot.
2: <laughs> and so whether it's
5: coffee any you know what yeah. I mean and so like a I super, just need volume that's yes. the thing it's yeah. like I need I, I can't need to do go that with a you r- can't do that with a hoppy beer It's like, and then it gets warm I feel like and I'm like oh my god I just I like to move like, through these things it's like, like feel, truffle I feel, oil I like to look back or like if you use too many red chili flakes in your beer yeah right
4: like if it's too hoppy it's just like that's all it tastes like you know And I feel like a lot of people just blast you with hops and it's like right that's why like something
5: like this is great because it it has like, uh, like a very forward flavor. It it it's it's complex, but it's still easy to you know like easy to drink. Uh, like yeah, it's still it's like, super easy drink drink. Drink. like it feels already, nice so. on my mouth. Like yeah. you know like you know, nice mouth, mouth feel is very <laughs> nice. Nice <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> mouth feel is right great. on my tongue, oh, man. When it hits your lips. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll sneeze uh, if I something's too hoppy. I'll I'll yeah, have uh, sneeze thing. attacks. Yeah. 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 For yeah, me, man. I just feel like it's too much.
4: I just yeah. feel like it's too much. G- like, I and like one. the
2: ABV, like a lot of them are, especially nowadays, they're mainly making double IPAs. So there's, yeah, eight the percent and above. Double
0: IPA, double the sneezes. <laughs> 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 yeah, some of the some of the pales we've had on this podcast have been. Yeah, uh, up I've there. had.
2: Yeah, some eleven percent IPAs up on here, and yeah.
0: Well, I believe the highest percentage one is a hundred twenty minute IPA by Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head, yeah. and yeah. that um, Dogfish just got bought by Boston Beer yeah. Company. Actually, yeah, um, yeah, did they out. really? Was, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, I
2: They're calling it a merger, but I call bullshit.
0: Yeah,
6: <laughs> on
2: that.
0: I mean, I I was I was reading into it, and, and it, uh, it's, one of the arguments about why it sort of was coming was because. Uh, traditionally, some of the like their most popular beers were those like very forward thinking beers, like 120 minute IPA. Mm-hmm. It's like 18 percent beer. Right. It's crazy. Um, and slowly, they began making more like summer craft beers, like kind of like Night Nightshifts, Nightlight, and those sort of things. Yeah. And that makes it more appealing to a company like Boston Beer Company, right. Which, like, I don't. I mean, more more Boston based, uh, Boston owned beer, but it's under a domestic brand. It's just I don't know. Right. I imagine I you hate. I-
2: it. I I do I do. To me, it's like the Miller Coors of quote unquote now craft beer. I'm calling. I yeah. I they may be going on my shit list now. So
3: what um, is the? Isn't there? Is there to stay a craft beer? You have to stay under a certain amount of barrels or yes, something like that. Yes, but
2: because Sam Adams and like other breweries keep uh, oh. producing more, they keep raising that, okay. that limit to consider them a
3: craft brewery. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought, like, Sierra Nevada was, like, can still considered a... I don't know if it was Sierra, but yeah British, so But they're, they're still considered they're, a craft yep, beer, they're and they're massive. Beer.
2: Yep. So, uh yeah. And even, like, Boston Beer and uh, Yingling and, like, all those guys, they're still considered craft beer. But... Yingling? That's yeah. crazy.
5: Yeah, was, Isn't dude. that the oldest beer, like, yeah. brewed? Like, that's... A dude, like, <coughs> guys, 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 Chance the Rapper's independent, though. <Adam>. Nice, nice. That was a nice pretzel <laughs> That was a nice zing. pretzel
4: <laughs> hit. Yeah, he didn't get Nice punctuation on that. Yes. I like that. Yeah, Exclamation you got,
1: you got point. Class kid. Done. class. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I can see how you can make the comparison.
5: It's <laughs> same idea, man. It's like, you know, it's horrible.
1: Labels. It's like that's all it is. It's great and it's horrible at the same time. It, it's uh, like yeah, fantastic. More fodder.
4: More fodder stuff, please.
5: Yeah, JD. I gotta
0: say, yeah, you know, we have a. Uh, Guys, we, we have a little, a little document that we use to prep questions and to prep to make sure that we take full advantage of time with you guys. Right. Mm. And on that document, J.D. will enter the names of the beers that we're drinking because, oh, yeah. you know, he's this mastermind. And I legitimately thought you just typed gibberish. All of the words, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. the ones that you typed in. is not real. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> So the project was originally born out of Mo and Arc U2 coming mm-hmm. together. And then, you know, within even just the last few years, I understand, Jonathan, you've been a Studio Musician of the Year three years in a row through mm-hmm. Boston Music yeah. Awards. It's amazing. Thank you. ARK, the same credential for Producer of the Year. Yep. Um, and then you guys won a, an award for this project at this year's Boston Music Awards. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to, to lay the groundwork for the people uh, who are listening that are unfortunate enough not to have heard your music. Um, you know, how did you guys come together and and maybe what's the, what's one of the, the bigger messages that you guys are trying to send and, and, you know, are working on this year?
5: Uh, well, so, uh, Mo and I met technically, I don't remember what year it was, but it was when he was working, um, on, uh, let the right ones in with rain and they had just gotten to the place you guys had recorded it, right? And I was just Yeah, we mixing. recorded it and yeah, you yeah, were just missing yeah, so it. I was I was mixing yeah. it. Okay. So like yeah, so I came in on <clears throat> on the mixing side of that and did a little bit of production work on that, just uh, just here and there. And then while that was kind of working, Mo and I were working on, on some music on our own. Um and at the time I didn't even know who Chris was at the time. I I, I actually thought that I, I had been listening to Mo's records, but I thought that the um what Chris was doing, I always thought was samples. Mm. I had no idea that was actually like a person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. So a real boy, he's a real boy. <laughs> he's a real boy. So then Mo like brought him in one time. and was like, "Yeah, this guy's gonna do this thing." And I was like, "I don't even understand what this is. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I had no idea how to like use. Like, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm like shooting in the dark here. Yeah. So because of that, the first record that we did, uh, my Monday Morning Music, Chris's presence on it is kind of like. Sparse. It's not really very heavily, you know, utilized. But he we started. <clears throat> I also started to perform with these guys at that point, mm-hmm. and that's when I sort of fit, like that's when I really learned what Chris like, with, like how he's used in in this collaboration. And so when we when it came to making Torch song, um, that's when I was like, okay, we're gonna use Chris like really use Chris in the making of this record. So he was even in <clears throat> in injected into like things like beat parts and things like that, like in the making of the beat, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He he was, he was doing little vocal stabs and things Mm -hmm. like that, you know? So, so, you know, that's how it kind of went from Mo and I to then Mo, Chris and I, and then you... Played some yeah so on Tort song you played some drums on, mm-hmm. on like a couple songs yeah right?
3: yeah I think five songs on Tort really yeah, yeah yeah I can't <laughs> even like, yeah, it was I, five, five it was it's five, five. Oh, it's f- five. five. <laughs> it was the five <laughs>
5: best ones my my bad yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah so at that point somewhere in the process I think it was when you were working on the Chills process is actually when I met John yeah because you've yeah. known John for a long time yeah yeah and ninety uh, eight. Yeah. So so yeah, so John was in the studio one night. They were working Mo was working on the Childhood Love Stories project uh, with Lightfoot and I met John and you know uh, just kind of His life I don't has know.
3: never been the same. It's never. It's it's, been yeah, a magical it's been love story. Been going story downhill ever since. <laughs> it's,
5: <just> been, <laughs> it's been a downward spiral. It's been, a it's been hard spiral. and than just <laughs> Yeah. Well,
6: and
0: and you you know you fast forward from that founding story, and and you guys are now on on your third album, which is just yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And,
5: and so uh, yeah, so this this new album, the new Normal, is the first record that we made, sort of with all four of us like heavily involved in in the making of the record. You know, yeah, and we we have a fifth member who's actually yeah. not with us tonight. Yeah, so the next record yeah. will be the record that involves him. <laughs> so every yeah. record we just absorb. somebody else. Oh, it's him. Is that yeah, Tim yeah, Hall? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fucking Tim Hall. Yeah, right, exactly. He's like, he's, like, he's just a... He's, he's a real class act. Yeah, Shout out to a class. He he's a class act, a class act yeah, that yes. guy. But yeah, so I mean, so that's how this thing has kind of grown from like a two-person project into a multi-many-person project. It's and, kind
3: of funny how it works because it's like, obviously when you're in the studio... Arc can take your contribution and and you know put it aside, it, put, if it yeah, yeah <laughs> delete it, um, put it in very specifically, manipulate it to an extent. But then when you start playing live, you start seeing the um, you know uh, the potential of the parts of each of you know the human element of what each person is bringing. So that in it. it it in and itself allows for the next record to say okay this is what this person can bring to the table so it does it kind of works in a funny way where it's like until we play live yeah. with with people you kind of see when they they're allowed to kind of let their you, know, you see the nuances of yeah. what
4: kind of role everyone plays, and you're yeah. like, oh, like they're doing that live. Yeah. Like I thought that was a sample. You know I mean, yeah. like there's just a lot of parts. Like like a lot of parts of art plays. I feel like people don't even realize mm-hmm. that that's someone
1: actually like really playing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like
4: because we don't for me, sample, it's so. Like
1: you know, I've been doing music in this city for like a really long time. You know, as, as well as these casts or whatever. Uh, for me, it's like yo at this stage of, of making music and and knowing such great musicians i want to be around not only the best but like people that make me feel good mm-hmm. and like that's a big important part for me for music you know so it makes sense to me to to surround myself with people that not only i admire you know but people that make me want to stretch my talent mm-hmm. you know so um i feel like we've done that mm-hmm. every stage mm-hmm. of of the records that we've done is we try to push forward and do something different and not only do something different, but, uh, try to get better, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, innovate, uh, you know, in some way. Definitely. So, Always. at the end of the day, like, you know, yeah, you add a piece here and there, but there's a reason why they're there, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's, an, it's, it's, not a, It's inspiring, and it,
5: yeah, it helps the talent, it helps it. I think that the, um, the the like really the first like the first piece to like adding a member to this group is whether or not we can actually hang out with mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. on a regular mm-hmm. basis yeah. and, like like that's like it's a the, marriage it's yeah. literally it, I yeah, mean, it like that starts and then it's like cool if you can do that that's the first base like way of like this working and then and then obviously it's it's what you can you know bring to the table musically as well but but it has been interesting because like as this thing has grown it has also morphed every time we bring somebody else in it's kind of like there is a learning process similar to what john said about like how does this person Mm -hmm. like how do they work into this thing how do they you know how to do they work into the weave that we're making and 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 kind of and, and and add their part to it and through sort of performing with them that's how i'm kind of able to like learn like okay cool this is how i can almost because we don't use any samples we create everything from the ground up Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i can i can be like oh cool this is how i can sample this person (laughs) and this is how i can like these are my sources you know and so we're sort of acquiring then you can start to conduct you know what i mean like it's knows exactly what everyone's capable of and like like hey
4: arc would call me and be like hey i need you to come in and just do like just do vocals for like five minutes and i'll just go in there and just do all different types of like Screams and stabs and then, and then arc and the next thing you know it's like arc's using it in the song you know what I mean like and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's but those
5: pieces are what make the sound of the the you know of like course, that's yeah. what defines the sound yeah. of the whole thing and so it's like in the same way like with Tim now knowing that we have Tim for the further creation of our music it's like and <clears throat> the beauty is actually Tim Tim has a studio like literally down the hall from me so yeah <laughs> he's in the building a lot so yeah. like literally getting him to be like hey dude I need you to come in and do this one little like bleep, you know and it's like it's exactly what I need no, but that's, you know? that's the master plan you know it's, yeah, it's, right. it's exactly. just putting together and, and, this but puzzle. then
4: sometimes like that's the thing that makes it that's what makes that song it's all playful I mean it's know. not
5: like I'm not some like It's it, you guys are painting it as this like like mastermind conductor oh no thing, no no, no, no. I just mean like he, it's he just, knows throwing, what he needs I'm throwing shit at the wall and right. I, I happen to have an amazing crew of people to pull from yeah. to like yeah. get amazing but stuff but
1: that's the right. thing and, and you have like it's also it's also like yo not for nothing I like kicking it with these cats, yeah so it's like it's nothing for us to just be in a room yeah and it's like all right right a lot of ideas yeah a
4: lot of ideas come out of it. you know it's like i mean all of i think everyone we surround ourselves is pretty much we've been friends with for yeah yeah over a decade people people make their
5: way onto our records all the time just by being in the room with us while we were working on stuff and hanging out that's just a real thing like there's um a good example of that this was obviously kind of a different thing because of what we were actually in their room. But like the end of uh, Torch Song, the last song, Torch Song, um, uh, it ends with uh, whistling. Yeah. And the person uh, who's whistling, we, we did that session um, for the basics, like for the basic track. And we did that session at uh, Converse Rubber Tracks. Um, and we were like, kind of like listening back at the end of the day. And we had come up with the line, the like sort of main lead line during the day at some point. And We were kind of listening back, final listen, and the studio manager was kind of just whistling along with it. And, like, I was like, Who's whistling? And and he got all like, to, like, worried that I was, like, you know, being some sort of weird prima donna about like people, like, you know, interfering you with my listening my experience or, out, or something. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, Oh, dude, sorry. You know, I was we like, don't no, whistle No, no, no like, like over go over 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 do, do that in there. Like, let, let's record that. And he was like, It's going to sound like shit, man. Whistling sucks. You know, <laughs> it was like just do it you know and yeah. so we did it and it it sounded awesome you know and sounded it was like great.
1: I didn't hear it I, I was playing the guitar on the song yeah. He so I didn't the hear yeah. any of the shit so when I came into the room and they were like well this guy's gonna whistle on it and I was like <laughs> you like really? I whistle? Like, uh, okay. but actually
4: it made the, I made the outro like yeah, it was perfect it's like a perfect it was little thing. Yeah. this
0: annoying guy in the T's whistling next to me you just take him with you <laughs>
5: well, that's what I mean it's like it's funny like you it's, know it it you just I don't know like I, I never would have told anyone I never would have thought to end it with a whistle and that was never anything that would have occurred to me but someone happened to do it sounded kind of cool i was like shit i've never put a whistle in a hip hop song ever yeah you don't hear it very often
0: you know well so. let's uh we'll, let's pour some beer here yeah let's do that beer, but yeah while, while we do that i got a, i got a little um not story necessarily but uh i love that you guys bring that up so like right away because it's clear just looking down the track list of all three of the records you've released how collaborative you guys are with really important members of the Boston music scene like yourselves. I mean, you look down the list of all your tracks and you see Dutch Bell I understand you guys are seeing her tonight perform and Latrell James and Umpa and Cliff Notes, who we've spoken to. And, and actually, um, when we spoke to Cliff, when you guys were able to, to listen to that episode in, in you know a month or so, um, he said something really interesting about you, Mo. He said that it was almost initially as he was stepping into the process of collaborating with you it was it was freeing and slightly intimidating at the same time because of how much you trust others to contribute to your projects and he he was basically saying that you know with when Will Daly was in the studio and when he was in the studio you know you were very open about how everyone wanted to contribute and he f- and he said that it took some getting used to but it's what he loved about it and it's what makes that project so magical, and I, I, I'm just curious if that's the way. If, is that the way you see it in terms of how you approach collaboration or writing or?
1: I think that people are magical, you know, and I think after a while, like if you trust them, they'll they'll step up to the occasion. You know, it's like I think people want to be seen as um, as great, and luckily, I've been around the people that I've been. I surround myself around are great. They really are, even though. Like, you know, as artists, we're insecure and where we have issues and mental issues and all this other stuff swimming around in our brains, you know. Um, But at the end of the day, like, you know, when somebody else is looking at you like, yo, you're 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 as good as you think you are. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know that a lot of other things around you might seem like you're not as good as, as you think you are. But like, I can see it. And, like, I'm not afraid to tell people that they're great. And, like, luckily, I, I, I the people that I've chosen to be in my, in my presence and, and be around my family and my kid, you know, like, they are really fantastic. Like, Cliff is, I trust Cliff because Cliff is not going to let me down. He's fantastic, <laughs> you know. Like, it's just, I knew it was going to be great. I just absolutely knew it. Will Daly, I have no question. I've known Will for years. Like for years and years, so it's like you know, um, but that actually, the, Will's um,
5: a great example because Mo and I had even talked <clears throat> prior to Will's coming in about like, we were like, what do we get him on? Like, we were sort of trying to figure out what he would sound like, we didn't even know, you know. And then,
0: did you even know that the track was going to be Ashes or
5: no? No, wow, he no, it. we just started like, and and not for nothing, that's actually, I mean, I guess I never really thought of that as a talking point, but. We never know anybody. We bring them in the studio and we just play songs that we're working on. And, and they're skeletons. They're like yeah. little, like they're, they're not fully. Yeah, they're not. Like, for example, like, you know, like, like what they say is a good example of a song that was like, you know, um, off the new record. Like when Ghost Girl sang her part on that, like it wasn't this whole sort of big ending epic thing it was kind of still in its infancy it was you know and then she did her thing and then later on we build around it and make it do all the moves and have all the moments it needs to have you know what i mean but but even we didn't know that she was the right person for that record it was just kind of like we we play a bunch of songs we're working on and sometimes there's
4: a lot of stuff that doesn't work too well that's true and and
5: and sometimes she
1: sang on another song that actually didn't work and it's not like what she did wasn't great, because yeah. it was. You know, it just in the lands in the landscape of what the record was, it just didn't sound. It didn't fit. It didn't like, fit you know, quite right. So we we cho- chose something else, but we had right. her sing on a couple of things yeah. to try out things, and, uh, and yeah, it's that one. That one went off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> one, that one that worked was work out all really right. <laughs>
5: But but it's it's interesting because sometimes the the challenges that like <laughs> is that like we'll end up playing something for someone and they're like yo this is this is the one I'm getting on this one and then like Mo and I look at each other and we're like there's already four verses on this yeah, yeah. yeah. and three choruses by three yeah. different people and the song's eight minutes long what are <laughs> we gonna you know what I mean it's <laughs> like it's all good we'll just get it and we'll figure it out later and like yeah. that's like that's a lot of the job is sort of like or I say job, but, like, that's a lot of our process, I should say, is just kind of, like, collecting, you know, and sorting later. And, like, oftentimes what's actually funny is that, like, when Ghost Girl came in that later time in the mm-hmm. studio and we are like, yeah, we were, like, shooting visual content for stuff, like, so that, like, because we do projection stuff when we perform, so we were trying to get some, like, stuff of her performing in case we needed it for the opening song. And she's, like, so is the song done? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah it's, the album's completely finished. I mean, like, we sent it out for manufacturing. She's like, can I hear the song? <laughs> I was like, we had forgotten that but she, she- had it, and she hadn't heard it because it was so different. What she recorded to was so different. She's like, really hearing the song for the first time, like totally ever, brand new, new it, yeah. wow. with her vocal think? on it. Wow. Which is crazy. That happens, that's, a, that's gotta it, be it happens so a lot. a cool. lot. And I'm wow. and for me I'm always yeah. actually having a panic attack because 'cause I'm like ah, I didn't know this she, she hate it. It. <laughs> What if they hate like it What if it's this? terrible what if she I'm, hates so, I'm it. gonna feel so bad. And like fortunately fortunately thus far we have a flawless track record with that. So it hasn't ever been like someone's like Nope. Yeah for for me at the end
1: of the day like I want I want to set a an example where people are like, "Yo, I want to be on an archetype record. I want to be on a Mo Pope record. Like, I I want I want that to be something that people are like. Yo, I'm gonna be on the new yeah, Still yeah. Gold. Something they're excited you know? about. Something yeah, they look forward to. they strive. strive well, because then I
4: feel like people and can and like be their, own, be their own be their own person and be their own artist. Because it's like right. Mo and Ark never like when someone comes in the studio when we're recording. They're never like, "Oh yeah, I wrote do this part." it's never like that it's always like they can be whoever they whoever they are on the album like flex your muscle like because we're not no because it's like what's the point of bringing somebody yeah like Mm -hmm. what's the point of bringing somebody in and being like oh i wrote this part for you do this like because it's like you can just do it yourself you know what i mean like so when people come in it's like you have free reign to do it you can even choose what song you want to be on you know what i mean like it's like you don't afford like I feel like a lot of like rappers too. Like I feel like it, it's tough when they, they're like, "Oh, I got this song. Be on this song." Like be on this song. It's not really yeah. Like, and I've
1: done that. Yeah, I mean, it, it
4: happens. It's, it's, done that. it's normal. It happens. Like it that's happens. a normal thing. But like I feel like with us people, and those like, songs are great, by the way. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> but like that's a hard thing to do. You know what I mean? If someone like chooses a beat for you and they're like, "Oh, I have this open verse for you," like because now all of a sudden you you don't want to think you do, but you have constrictions. Like you right. have to, you have to write a certain way. You have to like, you know what I mean? I think like, that can go
5: either way. I think sometimes it can be healthy because sometimes people can't imagine themselves True, and you're forced and, and you're, forced you're forcing to them it. to, right. to reimagine the context in which they were working in. So sometimes, I don't know. I think that can go either way. But what, what I do think is a, a, an interesting thing. And Chris um, mentioned it is that like, oftentimes people will come in. They're like, cool, what do you want me to do on this? And we're like, you like right, do what you do on this, like so I just,
2: whatever
5: just, that there's a reason like, why
1: we
4: asked people we had, to be on the album like, yeah. we have a
1: good friend uh Julia Easterlin, who like one of the most one of the magical She's things ridiculous. about last last session is uh she came down from New York and spent the day with us, so we got her all day, and she got to listen to everything she was one of the last people that we had on the she record. was i think the the, the last, last person that we got the last piece of the puzzle, and uh. And she sang of, and the beginning of Torch of. song, the, the, the intro to the, yeah, the Julie record. Julie Easterlin is Height. height. Which is, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. She just changed her name. She just changed her um, name. So
5: some people have <laughs> had Gatch was like, Gatch I was really like good. the name Height. Yeah, I she did, know. Fix, yeah, I she got to fix yeah. that. But Gash was like, yo, so he was talking about Julie Easterlin in, in context of something. And then was like, well, yeah, so what about Height, though? And I'm like,
1: That's the same person. He's like,
5: Oh, oh, my God. God. my mind is blown, and it all makes sense simultaneously. <laughs> yeah,
1: so she came in, and she, like, there were certain songs that we played her that were, like, like, like bangers. And, like, not for nothing, Gone she shy. has a pretty song. She has a pretty voice. Yeah. Like, you know, so, like, I expect her to, I, what I'm expecting is something pretty, something, like, you know, some transcending type, I don't know, whatever, but. She she chose this like the heater. That's it's, what it's like. Probably I was the like, hardest joint
4: on yeah, what the I, was like, I don't know on what you're you gonna or do or on this. Yeah, yeah, Gunshine, Like the first yeah. part of that yeah. song knocks. Like yeah. that's like yeah. super tough. That was and, her idea.
1: And that's a, that's actually and a great, great that's, that's, that's a great beautiful. example that's,
5: because she sang to she sang to the chorus the way it is in the song, and then at the end, while she was in the studio, I played that piano part. And built it underneath what she had sang to the other section. And so it, like, all of a sudden, what she had done completely took on a new context there. Um, And that's what can happen when you let someone do their free reign because Mm -hmm. it allows me to then go somewhere that I never would have taken that song. Like, there would be no reason to take the song into that, like, sort of beautiful piano ending. I would never have thought of doing that. I was
1: like, because I insisted, she didn't even want to do it that that second that you know the the second part of that song oh yeah she didn't even want to do it she was like i don't think it needs that and i was like i absolutely think it yes (laughs) i was like i think you should try it i was like just try it and she did it and then after she did it she was like it it absolutely needed (laughs) (laughs) it was so dope and like what what arc had had done he did right there like within it was like a like five
5: minutes but that's the thing it's like i, I literally so i never would have got such a quick idea but i never would have thought of it had she not done what she that's the whole thing It's like you know the, it, it's funny because like people like people have asked me about like they're like how did you make the musical landscape of this thing and it's like like really the way it works is like i make a a, a very simple loop and i give it to him and then he writes to it and comes back and then it's like cool now I have some ideas then I do then I do a little bit of more work and then we say okay let's talk to this person and that person comes in and does what they do and then I'm like oh that gives me another idea you know it's like it's not actually really I'm not doing I'm just reacting to like what other people are giving me but
2: it's a process that brings like everyone's creative level it jumps it up a notch and then up another notch I think that yeah
3: I really think that this is giving a really good indication of something that I wanted to bring up before. But in the world of putting out music these days, everything is done in the box. I mean, Ark can write hit song after hit song and never. They don't need, need any. He doesn't need any vocalist at this point. He I doesn't mean, need I have anybody. He can, do, that can literally, do all the vocals. Yes, and everything. He can literally do everything. There's times where I sit in the studio where he's putting down a drum track and I'm sitting there like, why do you need me? You know, Because this sounds perfect, but the thing is there's a human the problem, element though. to the recording process that the computer does not understand yet. And mm-hmm. that is that the human element is it brings something to the table that allows you to open up the landscape of where the potential for this music can go. And I think that one of the coolest things about Mo and, and Ark is they they understand the value of the human entity for making music. And, and if you won't understand what it is until you bring them in and see what the potential is, and uh, that's pretty foreign in the, in the music industry right now. It's like, right. nah, that, we don't want to waste our time with that. We're just going to make the song here. We're going to make a pop song and use the formula that everybody uses and put it out. But they say, no, 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 Ark will make a loop And then we're going to see where it goes from there. And I think that's still gold in a nutshell is that it's a community of the songs are written by humans, like, you know, and, and it evolves to finally getting to a place that uses all of the intuition, the, um, you know, that person's, uh, you know, life story, um, and everything it comes to the table, and then arc from there can go. Okay, now I have all this. I have all of this, and I can break it down and write a, re- a really beautiful song to that. And I think that's what makes it so special. Is there's the human element still exists in in making music, something that seems to be off the table, you know, in in current times. Uh, right. I just
1: seen uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently. I don't know if y'all saw that, but like. Uh... Was there yeah, it a documentary on, on it? Or no, it was the or, Oh the it was this year's induction. Yeah, this year. oh, yeah. oh the induction. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just saw it. And uh Radio it heads, Radio heads Radioheads God. In, God. And oh, induction no. was it. so banging. And uh it was only it was actually only like three members of the band that actually went, but um but what they talked about and what I, I thought was like really dope is they talked about all the people that helped make their sound. Right because uh, so like a lot of people don't talk about that and they were like yo these these where are the guys you see yeah. it was like but there's so many other people that add to the sound of what Radiohead is mm-hmm. that are frequent mm-hmm. collaborators like, got in this year. Mm-hmm. like they're yeah, in it yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're in, in it still. so like um, it is
4: but I feel like there's other bands that might deserve it before that
0: you can go on that one for a while. <laughs> I do
1: oh Man, you, I don't know. Well, but before oh, no, I forget... I you need to crank open... I think they're dolls, one of the greatest fans like the of new York our dolls, generation. Like, I don't
0: know. Before I forget, though, I do want to address um, the outro to Gone Shine, because I actually did want to
6: talk about that. Okay, cool.
0: Um, first off, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I, 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 it makes it even better to know that that came pretty unexpectedly and, and just naturally, mm-hmm. you know, seemingly not unlike a lot of things you write. But... You know, for me, what, what is interesting about that is that, you know, as just listening through the project the few times that I've been able to, um, I found myself stopping during that period. If if I'm multitasking, if I'm computing, mm-hmm. if I'm doing whatever, I found myself stopping whatever train of thought I'm on and really falling into that part of the song. And, and I, I think it's almost it, – it's representative of a, a few – key outros that I've felt have been important in my life. So oh, like word. the outro of Layla by Derek and Domino's, the outro, uh, yeah. the, the, the continuous guitar that keeps playing. And then the, the built-in silence or just kind of like, uh, if it's on vinyl, just the yeah, built-in the sound yeah. on, um, they also do that on, uh, Stacks, the last track on, uh, one of the Bon Iver records. Mm. And for me, what that allows is for a facilitation of the listener to process what they just experienced and, and to, Continue the experience, almost guiding themselves with this this consistent, beautiful totally. piece behind it, and that outro did that for me.
5: Awesome. That's, awesome, that's awesome.
0: Do do you ever create thinking about you know how the listener may be guiding their experience in that way? Uh,
5: well, I mean, I think in some ways, for me, like I I can't like I'm listening to the project the whole time, so I'm like in that position. I know I am also creating it, but at the same time, like I don't know. For me, it's like. I listen to. I honestly listen to probably a lot of really quiet music by comparison to most people, except for to um, <laughs> Yeah, um, not everybody. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen
2: your Instagram. I've seen he discursion. listens to a yeah. lot yeah. of very quiet music. Mo listens to seeing and
4: Cake yeah. more than anybody. I think Mo yeah. might be the only one who beats me, beats me on
5: the quiet music listening. But, but my, but I think there's something to be said for like you know, like we live in a really loud world, in more ways than one, um, and. Hip hop is often really a a genre built on bravado and built on like being the oh, hardest geez, dude and you know like that whole thing and I, and I think that um one of the places that I've always wanted to see the music and I'm not that's I that's I recognize that's a blanket statement and there's there's many examples that that can like go against what I what I just said but but. um it is kind of like a everything's on 10 all the time and like i just think that like sometimes i need it to be on a 2 or a 3 yeah. <laughs> and, well, the and then we can moments, get back up to 10 they, again they you know what i mean but, but I, I, have just that need balance, a, I just right? need a breather. yeah they feel you know? like the quiet moments radiate you know and, what i mean like um, they, they, they have and i'm also I've, i'm a big moment. fan of of contrast in everything in life yeah, like I, dynamic it, change just yeah. not just musically but like it's the way I like things to look. I like high contrast and things like it's just it's just something that a, a contrast is aesthetically pleasing to me, um, and I think that like that in music is it carries over to music, and I think that there's something really cool about a song that is the, as you said, like sort of the hardest heaviest hitting song on a record then turning into quite possibly one of the softest kind of most vulnerable moments Mm -hmm. on the record in the same place and when you're telling a story you know and also and also like triumph is a big thing that like kind of like is a line in a lot of my music like i always have i often have a hard time not making things cinematic like or like trying to be triumphant like I have a I have a hard time not producing in that direction which is like a weird thing because like everything's just huge with swells that's the thing it's like like, I like you know it, it's great, but then every now and then someone's like, Yo, I just need like a banger, just, bro. Just, just, yeah, like just, just a, like a simple and I'm like, I don't yeah. even know how to do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I make I, I make I'm movies, movies to score. Like, I make, make it this point. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like yeah, like we're trying to My band just makes music We're trying scores. to make <laughs> motion sorry. pictures yeah, here. We're making movies, not music. I'm
1: on my Denzel, you on your Steven Seagal. What are you doing? So
5: like so th- that's, has that's a natural byproduct. Is is these like you know these giant things to all of a sudden real, like falling apart and 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 all that. And I think that those like I I have to say that 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 ending part of the record has got to be one of the my most like the sequence of like gone shine well what pres- yeah I mean gone shine through basically the end of the album is one of my favorite like dynamic like movements I've ever made. Mm. Um, Absolutely, you know, it's beautiful.
1: The love, the, the the for me, it's like I I remember uh, I'm the cat that's like you talk to good people and then you say, yeah, I'm a hip hop artist and I'm like, oh, I don't really like hip hop, and you're like, oh, I can't like you, like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I can't like you at all, like yeah. you know, and uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's like I I've always wanted to be able to capture everybody. I want I don't want, I don't want anyone to see hip-hop is in, in, a, in a light that it shouldn't be in at the end of the day. And it's like, hip-hop can be everything. That's what the right. point of it is. Yeah, you said it before. Like, it's hip-hop borrows is. is
4: like one of the only music that borrows from from everything. everything. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everything. There's nothing. There is no boundaries with hip-hop. You literally can make hip-hop music from anything. Yeah. Whether it be sampling or whether it be you yourself making a beat. Like, it 100%. literally can come from anywhere. And there's no other music that can do that. Right, that's it. At all. That's it. Like, it just doesn't exist that way.
1: So when I hear when I hear like a, a Fiona Apple record, or I hear like, you know, like C and Cake, yo. Shout, <laughs> out to, shout out to Sam Precop. Uh, you know, when I hear a Radiohead record, and you know, even down to like Beck, some Beck albums, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they can like, Beck can be like in your face and all that stuff like that and then also he can be beautiful I don't see why see I don't change. see why hip hop yeah, well, no. can't like, do the can same he can literally yeah. be
4: everything yeah yeah, yeah I don't it's see like why what? Midnight what? Vultures to like Sea Change to like Like yeah. it's like everything I feel like mm-hmm. Mo you might be the Beck of rap you
5: assessment never the other thing though is that like and this is like maybe not as known and like well actually now maybe it's getting a little more known and 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 shout out to James Blake for for being like aware of this but like like a lot of hip-hop fans listen to shit like James Blake, you mm-hmm. know, like, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and are like, you know, maybe they're embarrassed about it. Maybe, I don't know, but they shouldn't be because James Blake's awesome. Uh, but my point is James Blake bringing Metro Boomin in to produce and getting like, what wasn't like future on a record or something yeah, like, it was, like, mm-hmm. like yeah. I'm saying like he, he's recognizing that like he is the source material for a lot of producers wanting to sample and that a lot of hip hop fans love listening to James Blake. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to start working with some hip hop producers and some hip hop artists.
4: Hip hop really is the bridge
5: between a lot
4: of different things mm-hmm. because like someone can reference a, a you know, a musical a, a band, a musical style, like a movie, like you can tie so many things in. Like I feel like hip hop encompasses so much that like the possibilities are really endless with I mean, it, you know? This like,
3: band is like I mean, there's four individuals who came from very different musical backgrounds to create something that seems very yeah, uniform and very, right, yeah. you know, I mean, you should see, when we do a drive to New York or something like that, our playlist in the car is <laughs> wacky, you know? Wall. It's off the walls. Like everyone gets a moment to talk, you know, to pr- present no the music. One, but that, no one complains. But then. nobody complains. Yeah. like, oh, that's beautiful. Where'd you come up with that? You know, it's like we're always introducing each other to music that's influencing us at a certain well, time. And then, are, are
0: you selling VIP tickets to your shows to join in the van and listen to this?
3: That would <laughs> be good it right, too. Too. That was, I mean, that's a good idea. I'd buy. I'd buy it. That that. Might if you, you want, want to ride in the van with <laughs> us? That, that <laughs> might best
0: of luck well, that's all the time we have for part one of our conversation with Steel Gold. As a reminder, our logo is designed by Heidi Geist, and our theme music, playing now, was written by Tim Hall. We'll see you soon for part two, as we conclude our first season of Through the Draft Line.